welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. I'm Robert Black from Lemming Drop Studio. And I'm Garen Pernia from Garen Pernia. <laughs> Actually, a music journalist, so... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you, Garen. And we're actually old high school, <laughs> yeah, high school chums, what have you. Nice, um, way back. And yeah, she was uh, thankfully on my other show, uh, Feels Like Weezer. Um, I think a couple times so far, and I think you're due for another one or two as well. Hopefully, in the next next few months, as we're as we're delayed a little bit at this time, and this late, later here in the summer, we're delayed uh, in coming out uh, with those episodes for Feels Like Weezer. Um, because Zach had his second kid. Oh, wow. Second baby. How dare he? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's mostly his show, and he, he's do, he's been doing all the editing since the very first yeah. week, or, week or two, what have you. And, and I'm fine with it, because I get more time to get further along on the show. <laughs> um, but so, this is uh, Minute 63 here, and it starts with Doris heading down the road. And ends with Elaine not being able to concentrate. <laughs> um, and one thing I think we failed to mention a little bit last minute. I don't think any of us brought up for this for this song. I mean, it's, it's just this amazing song that, that this is you know very uh, uh, in you know it, it's it's in the mainstream now. It's being used in commercials yeah. and different things. You know, the idea of of people on a bus singing along to this. <laughs> Uh, song Tiny Dancer by Elton John, but I don't think I really mentioned or anyone else either mentioned like the slide guitar work that's mm-hmm. being done on it. Oh no, no, pretty pretty cool and and uh, I mean it's not it's not something you normally think of when you think Elton because you think piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His voice, the lyrics, and piano. When I, I had notes last time, I don't remember what I got into about. Paul Buckmaster's arrangement for the song, which okay. includes that, where it's like the different layers of, like the song builds on itself bit by bit, which fits with the way they edit this scene together, because we see like the different characters start joining in and it builds to something. Mm-hmm. I always think of "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza. That's people <laughs> here, you know, and I can't get that out of my head every time I watch that scene, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's actually the very first line we have uh, out of just like four lines total that we have for the for the this last part of this scene. Yeah, because we skip some. The 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 little interlude. It's a great shot. It is cut up a bit. The yeah. the uh, the song itself. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the full song that we hear. Um, that's for sure. But just looking at this minute separately, it's like starts with that. You get that nice shot of the outside of the bus, which is great. But it's playing a part of the song that didn't go after what was just on. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nice. Um, and so after the after the lyric of "Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer," um, that's when we have William, le- you know, leaning over to Penny, saying, "I have to go home." <laughs> yeah. In my notes, I said uh, she's already got him mesmerized, but she does that explodey hand thing, and yeah, he doesn't yeah. stand a chance. I read that though that line she says "You are home" was improvised. I guess uh, huh. she just made that up on the on the on the fly. Um, yeah, and Cameron Crowe really liked that. It's a great reaction to what he yeah, says. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, to say something like that to the to the you know very matter of fact statement <laughs> that, that mm-hmm. he has to go home. <laughs> yeah, to come up with that on on the spot, that's really a cool, really cool. And uh, you know, and she does it. You know, she and she starts that. You know, I mean, it, it's 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 hitting it's hitting the post. I think they call it in the radio because you know the. Uh, you know, right as as soon as the end of the line happens uh, of, yeah. of the next line of the of the song, count the headlights on the highway, yeah. and, and that's when she's saying she she starts this this uh, response statement of "You are home." Yeah. I, and I was thinking that that was that would that would have been you know Cameron going, okay, you got to hold it. <laughs> you know, he's gonna say, "I will have to go home," and you have to you know. You kind of do something, you know, do something, you have to do something, maybe do something <laughs> with your hand and then say this line right away, you know, right, right at that point, as soon as, because, because I mean, they, they definitely have the music being piped in, they're all singing along to it. So it's, it's not like they came in later with, I mean, they, they, they could have, you know, they, they definitely have a better, you know, quality of the song coming in, you yeah. know, uh, uh, in, in the editing process, but, uh. They're on. They're on set or in the bus, what have you. I'm not even totally sure if they had a a fake bus. I know about the the plane later that they had a fake plane, <laughs> um, for very important reasons. But um, but yeah, for this uh, fake bus or or real bus, they they uh, they had to have had you know the music piped in for everyone to be singing along to. Which which I mean, I think that actually isn't the same shot. They aren't. Mm, wait, wait. She's yeah. She's singing when he's saying that. Yeah, he stops singing yeah. first. So yeah. So even at that point, you know, they definitely have. Uh, I mean, she hits that like what I say the post or whatever it's called. If that's right, I'm not totally sure if I remember. Um, and actually, one thing before all this started, I I, I did um, fail to mention that you know, and, and last minute, I think we made the point of. Of uh, Russell having not or ha- having not been singing along right. to it, and so you know it's, it happens just to be right after you know the first ten sec, almost five, six, seven seconds here or so um, of this out, out, mostly outside shot of the bus, and then it cuts back in, and that's when Russell lets loose and goes ahead and starts singing along. Yeah, I think the scene is sort of like the moment where William maybe feels like he finally kind of fits in. And then later on, near the end of the movie, when he has that conversation with Lester about, uh, like, he was sad it was over and all that. And I think this is sort of like that pivotal moment, even though he knows he has to go home, but he feels like, wait, you are home. This is where you belong. But also knowing it's going to end at some point. Yeah, and I think you know, I mean, there, there's definitely that one scene where he's, I think he's talking with Lester, and he's looking at the pictures. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's... I've talked about the pictures on this bus before already, and the, in the you know many many weeks ago now, I think you know the, that kind of first segment, uh, first time we're, that we're that we're actually really focusing on them on being on the bus, and and I think both he and Penny are kind of going around taking some pictures at different points, and and we see him even like stuck in in the backs of seats. Um, I, I noticed. I definitely noticed that and made mention of it. I think. Um, pretty sure I did. Um, I mean, it's it, it's just it's it's a very yeah it's just a very communal you know mobile communal experience. Yeah, and I think Penny 
kind of drives it home because she says you are home and then she leans yeah. on his shoulder mm-hmm. as he's kind of like looks forward listening to everyone is singing at this point except for you know ed but yeah he's <laughs> yeah they, they've both uh stopped singing right yeah but then when we get a wide shot again everyone's singing but for yeah ed william and penny and that's when uh this is also when uh she lays her head on his shoulder which mm-hmm. is <laughs> pretty uh i think uh important moment for him that he just had, probably may, may not have uh, really had much much uh, experience with uh, dating or anything, possibly, and never had that kind of experience with a with a girl. I mean, he has his older sister. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't see his older sister doing that with him. <laughs> Is that not a uh, or anything? But I was reading an interview with Patrick Fugit, and he was saying that he really had a crush on Kate Hudson. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like for a couple months, and like she kind of messed with him and like say like I want to be your girlfriend, and but then he <laughs> said like they ended up just becoming like brother and sister in their relationship yeah. and becoming good friends. So if you kind of like look at that scene like that, it's more of like a like a sibling almost, not even like romantic, you know, because he doesn't have a relationship with her. So yeah, the the nature of the relationship isn't what matters. It's that. This cements that it's something. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's like she's pulling him in, and like mm-hmm. there's a, there's that like that acceptance acceptance that you're one of us now, you know. Yeah. Um. So like like you said, it kind of cuts back to that this bigger wider shot with everyone singing, and you know definitely you know it's it's the whole experience of doing this minute by minute. But you know, I'm sure I, you know, I'm sure I paid a little bit of attention to uh, uh, Larry, the bass player, uh, mm-hmm. you know, tapping uh, Russell on the shoulder. But just prior to that, Dick does. Dick is, is, is tapping his head, Russell's head. Yep. And, uh, Everything's okay. Yeah. And the other thing with Dick is that uh, I, 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 I feel like I heard quite a while ago, probably like listening to the commentary, you know years ago now probably uh that uh you know dick dick is, has his arm up because he's hiding hit, hit him he, he just got t- so tired with repeated takes of <laughs> of singing along he just got so tired of singing along that he just wanted to he didn't want to even mouth it <laughs> <laughs> so much mm. whereas apparently like, like with russell and i think william was actually worse I, I think that's what one of our guests might. Well, you, you, Robert, you, Robert, or um, um, uh, Mike uh, might have said talked about uh, William or Patrick. Really, Patrick uh, not being a very good singer at all, <laughs> being really, really off key and tone deaf. Um, but I don't think Russell is that great either, um, because and because you know, I mean, a lot of the close ups. Whenever they do a close up, you know, you can pretty well here some pretty pretty decent singing you know you know even by jeff who isn't supposed to be that great of a singer either i mean he had his <laughs> for, for all for all the recorded pieces of music of of him um the the the, the stillwater's actual songs um in concert and, and other otherwise uh way in the background in concert um versions of him singing it's not really him at all but there, there are the like the three times I think that we kind of actually do hear his real voice um, this time and and the later Rolling Stone time and uh, the much earlier um, in the hotel room when he's actually playing some guitar. 
and seeing sure. the, uh, uh, something in the air. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Rolling down Highway 41. Um, the other, the other thing, big note I have here is again with the with the last, uh, well, the headlights on the highway line. That uh, you know, and, and there was a thing last minute as well um, in the song uh, Boulevard. So there are these two, those two things I think, especially most most especially that kind of I think make this something of a kind of like a drive a good driving song. Mm, and yeah. you know, I I just I haven't I I don't think I've ever really seen anything a, a, a good reason given by anyone. Um, I don't recall, and I didn't go. <laughs> Uh, uh, hunting down further, better uh, instances of it happening, but uh, that that Cam- why Cameron chose Tiny Dancer out of you know so many so many other great Elton John songs is plenty of other you know great driving songs too. Both could could have been had, but this is uh, I mean it's 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 a great one that's for sure. It's it's yeah. It's, now it's, now you like can't so, even separate it so from not, this yeah. scene anymore. Yeah. So that's what it is. For whatever reason, and it works. Um, is there any anything else before we move on to the next scene? I, I kind of actually have something that kind of relates to both. <laughs> I think we covered it last time. Uh, about more about Penny and her relation. Like, now yeah, the song is also sort of about her, but I think I talked about that last time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Garen, anything else for this for this? first half or roughly half of the minute. Uh, I think you guys covered it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the thing I have is the, 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 this really, I think it's a really good fade, fade crossover, you know, between the two scenes that, you know, we're hearing the end of the song. I mean, or not, it's not the end of the song, but a, a, a cut in the song. It's a slow fade out on it. Yeah. With Elaine's voice. It's still a shot of inside the bus. With Elaine's voice uh, uh, be, being heard and, and you know saying in Carl Jung's opinion, you know, and then I and I think about right about there is when that uh, cut might have happened. She she says that first line, yeah. Um, and it, you know, I mean, you know, that, that, that's what I'm saying. It cuts over to uh, visually to the scene, and she continues on. We all have a sixth sense, intuition. Um, and then what she's saying here, I, you know, I think, I think it's a good, you know, kind of, you know, kind of makes sense with what's going on <laughs> just, just now in the movie, you know, this, especially like the, this mention of hormones, you know, um, and even with that one, it's, it's, it's my take on that then is her mentioning that, is that why she then can't concentrate <laughs> because she's yeah. starting because of. Whatever, for whatever reason she mentioned hormones, I mean, maybe she was already starting to think about her son off, <laughs> possibly uh, having his hormones go out of control. Um, 
that sh- that she uh, maybe maybe that's why she mentioned uh, that uh, in relation to what she's trying to teach. But then she she says she simply states you can't concentrate, <laughs> <laughs> and and we clearly we know even you know whether you know the the full next line <laughs> that gets cut off at the minute. Yeah, um, it's it's. Uh, I think there's a good indication that she's oh she's she's really focused elsewhere on on her on her son on William. Yeah, we we're gonna miss a great payoff because that that blonde yeah. girl taking notes is, yeah. is hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is writing down every word. Yeah, <laughs> and that line comes going into the next minute, and she just stops, pauses, writes that down as well. <laughs> she doesn't know what's going on. She's writing it all down. I love it. Yeah, and there's a the, the close up of another student who kind of looks a little like shocked and surprised when mm-hmm. uh, she says that, like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> and I think like it's sort of interesting how like maybe her students kind of parallel like the young people on the yeah. bus in a way. Yeah. Like they're very, they're both young, but they're all very like like different. You know, like they're in their classrooms, they're getting an education, but then. William's getting a different kind of education now, like yeah. a more of a real life yeah. experience with the with the hippies and things like that. So, and maybe that's why she says that line because she thinks like, oh, maybe they would understand or relate to it. But it's also just sort of almost out of left field a little bit, which makes it like such a funny line because it's like, oh, all right, I wasn't expecting the professor to say that. <laughs> what What's great on her delivery is knowing how, the line she gets to. If you watch it again, you can see where why she's pausing and thinking. She's like, mm-hmm. got yeah. it in her mind. But if you watch it from the beginning, not thinking of that, it's pretty good teaching too. Like she pauses and is like, or it could just be hormones. You know, she's telling a joke and she's got great pauses, but then you, you realize, oh no, she's lost. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yeah. preoccupied. Um, you're talking about the students there. That there's <laughs> there's the one blonde girl that's you know with these overalls and yeah, you know has a shot on her. You know, and there's so there's this other person. I would assume it's a guy with this other kind of this like oddly patterned shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and then when so then when we cut to the other other student that is in main in the main uh bit of focus uh an african young african-american fella that 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 same guy is on the you know this 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 guy with the oddly patterned shirt is in between the two of these shots Ah. (laughs) and uh so they're both front row students as it seems you know when we go back to if you if you scroll back a little bit you can kind of tell that okay yeah i see the i see the oddly patterned shirt guy and actually the other students they're not there though. <laughs> those two, those yeah, two students aren't the shots there. Don't match. You know, the other pattern shirt guy is there, but not those two students. I guess they didn't figure we'd be looking at the no. <laughs> like the arrangement of students from the shot from the back. <laughs> um, and then my my I think probably my my last note then is going to have to be just this this overall classroom. That it's actually all the stuff that's on the walls. I mean, from my college experience, <laughs> we did not have that going on. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, so so I mean, even high school, it's a bit much. I've I've seen some high school rooms with a lot of stuff, but yeah, college rooms. I think there was yeah. one classroom I ever had that had this much on the walls. Wow, which yeah. could indicate the kind of you know her personality. 
mm-hmm. you know, her, her teaching methods and so forth, you know, that or, that or if she teaches in this classroom enough, she's just yeah. simply taking it upon herself right. to yeah. decorate. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Most college stuff that I'm, that I was familiar with at school, you know, it's no one teacher has their own classroom <laughs> practically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just... even, even for my major, that wasn't the case. Well, in the bigger classes. And just having stuff on the wall can be distracting to students. Mm. Well, hopefully at this age, it's a bit less distracting than when they were, like like I'm saying. I mean, this is is more what I would expect to see in a middle school. I I, uh, did observations at a high school history class where they had, the guy had every inch of the walls covered in like eight by 10 photos of like historical figures, famous people. Hmm. And I'm like, this is insane. Until I realized... In between, like, lessons, he would stop and do a quick, like, quiz where he'd point a laser pointer at something and say, who's that? Oh my God. And someone would have to explain who he's pointing at. And he'd do, like, five of those in a row, and then he'd go back to another lecture part. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Because it was just yeah. chaos and visually. <laughs> like, you can make good use of it. Well, is there anything else? I mean, it seems like we've actually kind of gotten through this, and it, and it kind of makes a bit, a bit of sense, you know, with with the song. I mean, it's 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 a lot. Of, it's 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 cool that uh, how how big of an impact it's had culturally. Oh yeah, um, but there's not a whole lot to say, I guess. <laughs> Even like right after this movie came out, they would play like this scene on like MTV, mm-hmm. and it as a video for the song. I'm like, yeah, I like it's a good thing to have. First song that's been around in a while. I do think, though, when she does say that line, rock stars have kidnapped my son, <laughs> you know, you can tell that she's being overdramatic because we just saw him on the bus. Yeah, he's clearly, fine. he hasn't been kidnapped. He's having fun. He's okay. Yeah. I don't so, know. They have him seated very far from the exit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty, it's pretty similar to the, the idea of uh, stealing something. I mean, if, if, uh, if, uh, you let someone borrow something, and then you ask for it back, and they don't give it back. They've essentially stolen it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've let your kid go off, <laughs> do something, and he's supposed to be back by a certain time, and he's not, then, <laughs> yeah, it almost kind of like it is like kidnapping that in that sense. Yeah. Well, it's fun kidnapping, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's the yeah, it's the uh, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think uh, for Garen, uh, this is when uh, I'd I'd appreciate it if you were able to, uh, and you can let us know from least favorite to most favorite, or vice versa, um, which way you're going to go. Let us know which way you're you're going to go, and uh, if you can rank the bands that are most commonly <laughs> make up Stillwater. I think uh, everyone at this point listening knows by now who <laughs> they are, but you'll, you'll say them. All right, so from most favorite to least, yeah. I'm going to just say Zeppelin, Eagles, Almond Band, Skittered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not honestly not like a fan of any of those bands per oh, se. Really? <laughs> like, you know, a few songs here, but I'm not like a huge fan, but... Those are my picks. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. For me, as far as being a fan of any of them, it's really just uh, Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even have all their albums, but but most of them. And then, like, 
the Eagles at least have like a connection to Ohio, like to Cleveland and things like that. So mm-hmm. I respect that. You know, it's <laughs> where Ohio wins. So <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and uh, you know a good bit about that. So that that would actually that actually segues pretty well into yeah a nice little thing of uh, what do do whatever plugs you'd like and yeah. So two years ago, I published a book called Rebels and Underdogs, the story of Ohio rock and roll. And the whole book is just about all the bands that have come out of Ohio. You know, like the Black Keys, you know, Nine Inch Nails, the Guided by Voices, Breeders, uh, and then the Eagles had a connection to Cleveland, and Joe Walsh is from uh, Ohio as well. So, yeah, so I kind of wrote about that. And honestly, like, Almost Famous, when I saw it, actually made me want to become a music journalist and oh. and I, I and like I wanted to be like you know Cameron Crowe and then I ended up <laughs> briefly writing for Rolling Stone and so I felt like I kind of lived that kind of lived that dream and it was nothing like what William did like I never went on <laughs> tour with the band and got kidnapped <laughs> by rock stars but but you know I, it definitely inspired me a lot to like pursue that so thank you Cameron Crowe if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> Well, now now he is a follower of the of the show's uh, Twitter account. Oh, that's um, cool. But but he but he has like a follower of like a couple thousand different. <laughs> Twitter yeah. Feeds, so. Um, and Robert, if there's something quick you'd like to plug, or one of your many shows, <laughs> podcasts. I guess right now I would plug two minutes about time because that's the one that's going pretty strong right now. Wherever you take a, a movie about time and look at it two minutes per episode. Yeah, and you're uh, doing that with uh, one of one of the people that's pretty pretty uh, in the uh, you know ma- makes himself known and talks you know has does different posts about different things at different points on the, yeah. in the Minute Makers group on Facebook. Yeah, uh, Luke, Luke is Allen, very right, very out there, and it's been great. Yeah, he's a he's a filmmaker himself as well. Yes, and we have uh, the director of the film did a yeah, pro- right. did our intro for the show. That was really cool. Yep. Okay. So I really appreciate it, and I think Robert, this is going to be the last time with you. But yeah. uh, Garen, we'll, we should have you back uh, hopefully next week. Hopefully you can make it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and we'll have a new new. I think I think the the, the person we'll have will be a, a former co-host already. <laughs> so I think she, I think she'll <laughs> continue as co-host. Um. Uh, and get you uh, used to this and maybe we'll have you hopefully we'll have you back even further down the road too i think we kind of might have something lined up as well for that for much further down good half hour more in or so something like that yeah so yeah so thank you so much both um yeah uh one of the big things i'll uh point out uh this minute for for the show itself is uh as, as i was just talking about a little bit about facebook groups uh the Facebook group for Almost Famous Minute here is actually called the Band-Aids Listener Society. <laughs> and you can just find the page and, and like the page as well besides uh, joining that group, which I can let you in with, uh, you know, you just have to answer a couple of quick, easy questions about the movie itself. And really just answering almost anything, I'll let y'all still let you in. <laughs> I'll just I'll just be able to tell if you're, if you're oh, not like or not. So if you're not program. like a... A genuine fan, you're not allowed into the group, right. I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, uh, the, the page though is uh, at uh, facebook.com slash almost famous minute. 
Um, and the only other thing I think I need to point out is uh, all the other now like 40 plus um, uh, other podcasts on the Pantheon Podcast Network that we're on. And it's, it's all it's all music related podcasts. There's been actually a couple uh, lately um, that are they're not exactly rock. They're country and rap and things like that. But but rap is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So yeah. <laughs> and um, so this was minute sixty three. And like I said, hopefully next week uh, with Garen and I'll then take it easy, Robert. We'll yeah. may have you back as well. And sure. so next week will be minute sixty four. And until then, it's all happening. It's all <laughs> happening. Happening. Keep on rocking. Yeah. <laughs> I am a golden god. it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.